and we should be live on the interweb. I do believe we are. Um, as long as I press all the buttons right. Um, so, uh, welcome to. Uh, um, I mean, 75, 69 on yep, lightning, which five, is fine. But one it's, second. it's certainly something where I. There we go. Uh, how was um, that? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Um, Having something yeah. on in the background, by any chance? Yeah, no, that was, uh, we were hosting somebody else's stream at the time, um, and it randomly overlapped. We'll blame Twitch for blame that. Blame Twitch, yeah. Okay. It's always Twitch. Uh, so, yeah, um, hopefully we were live, um, although I'm not picking anything up, personally. Um, technical problems. Uh, I can see it here, so give me a sec just to check the sound. Yep, hopefully. Yep. Yes, we are. Yep, we're good. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, sorry about that. Um, I pressed most of the buttons correctly. All right, so uh, <laughs> welcome to uh, our the first of our new series called The Adventures of, which will be a series that will run um, once every week or every couple of weeks, depending on guests and NPCs that will focus on and I think that background music is a little loud. Might be a smidgen. Okay, so, uh... Turn it down a little bit. There we go, that's a bit better. Yeah, it should be all right. Nice being able to check. Sorry for the uh, technical difficulties, guys. Yep, sorry about that. No, yeah, volume settings and all that. Mm. All right, so yeah, uh, as, as I always said, welcome to the first of our... I can like, edit all this crap out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, take 512. So, welcome to uh, our, the first of our Adventures of series, which will focus on um, little one-on-one -on -one adventures with various NPCs and... Uh, former characters that have either been dragged off away from the main group because they were stupid um, or have left us <laughs> and have time to come back. Um, today we're joined by Mike, aka Eric Seriazar. Um, and we'll find out what's happened to Eric since we last saw him. Last time we saw Eric, he was in the clutches of Shantar's sinister and ruthless shrouded web, the intelligence agency that works for Shantar's shadow council. Um, Last time we saw Eric, he was manacled and banged in a tent in the forest, captured by the very group that had attacked the Manford Mine and Quarries, causing Eric and his companions to run away. Um, having been interrogated and discovering that his uh, former mentor, um, Bartold, was in league with the Shrouded Web, um, Eric found himself in quite a predicament. Um, all of his own making. He was there due to the fact that he had un unwillingly and unknowingly divulged information to an agent of the Shrouded Web that he knew of the, the reason and purpose of their attack. Um, also, was, was attempting to sell out Bartold in the process uh, for a small small bag of money. Um, last we saw of Eric, a uh, an officer of the Shrouded Web ordered an Ebonhouse necromancer to neutralize him, and Eric. Uh, succumbed to the its fell magic and fell into darkness. 
So, Eric, uh, since then, you have no concept of the time or how long it's been since you were last conscious. But eventually you do come around and awaken. Um, it's cold, it's dark out, but there are stars in the skies. You blink quietly um, and take in the surroundings, uh, your immediate surroundings, uh, that is. Um, you find yourself in the back of an... Uh, an iron barred wagon much like the one that you were placed in when you were um taken from the jail to the courthouse in uh canaan mm -hmm. it's cold still but for some reason you're wrapped in a bearskin cloak uh which to, to help church off the and blinking into the darkness you tell that you're not alone that's what you see okay um so I'm going to get up um, if I'm able to. Um, yeah, being like four foot nothing. Um, yeah, you can just about get to your feet, but your, mm -hmm. your head kind of brushes up against the, the top of the, the bars that consist of the cage on the wagon. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have a look at the cage itself and see whether or not I can see any um, any lock or anything like that on it. And I'd turn in left and right as you were placed in the wagon look to your right it, uh, it means you, you're looking up towards the front of the wagon and you can see um two leather clad, clad riders with um cowls pulled up over their heads and worn cloaks um driving the wagon you look to your left towards the back of the wagon and you can see there is a cage on the door um uh, but marching behind it you see two large dark-skinned olga um and about 15 to 20 um warriors of various types some similar to the the legionnaires that attacked the encampment you can see a few of the forsaken uh berserkers that were also members of the encampment um trudging up behind right okay um so sta uh, obviously standing up and turning to face the uh the ride uh, the the riders the ones on the actual um, mm -hmm. wagon um i'll lean forward uh, lean forward and just go so um i take it we're not sharadol yet then one of them looks over his shoulder quietly at you um doesn't say anything as far as the terrain is concerned uh you are in a mountainous region you're no longer um down in the forest um you can't see it in the dark, um, so you know you have no idea where you are. But you're certainly in a, a mountainous region of sorts. Okay. Um, but he doesn't respond. He just looks over his shoulder at you. The mention of Sharadell. Um, I'll try and go the other way and talk to the guy uh, to the old gat, uh, old gat, in front of me, and um, just say, "So, um, how long is it going to take to get Sharadell then?" It just looks like you know it snares and snarls. Um, what's your insight? Uh, my insight is three. Yeah. Even with an insight of three, you're not sure if it understood you. Oh, okay. Um, it, the snarl may have been. Like I said, you're, you're not really familiar with a lot of Olga. Um, the this. Probably looks more like a claro gap than any of the mm. other, um, shall we say, less corrupted ver uh, versions of their kind. 
Um, and his expression may have been one of confusion or just one of hatred. You're not sure. Discontent. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Okay. Um, okay, I'm just going to sit sit back down and wait it out then, I think. Okay, so you, you sit down and as mentioned, you notice you're not alone in the wagon. None of you, none of your, none of your travel companions, so to speak, have, have uh, well, said anything to you or, or even at first glances, even look awake. Um, in the wagon with you, as you look around, um, you've got a little light cast by the moon. Uh, it's a clear day, um, mm -hmm. as the weather was uh, for a few days before your. Departure from the Manfred Mines, mm -hmm. you see two humans. Um, the first human's got uh, sandy blonde hair, shortly cut uh, around his head, kind of youthful. He's got a his eyes are closed, and he looks like he looks like he's uh, sleeping very soundly, wrapped up in a fur robe. He'd be about hmm, five foot seven, five foot eight, wiry, live. Um, you can't see really see what he's wearing, but he's got uh, his boots are well tailored and, and managed. So mm. uh, the other human is hmm, almost as big as Morton, you'd think. Certainly, right. broad of shoulders, got thick, powerful legs that stick out beneath his cloak. He's huddled up in against the cold. Um, he's got dark um, pepper, well, dark hair, slight peppering of going silver so you, you probably have to figure out he's in his mid um, late 30s mid 40s something like that he's starting to to see the, the ravages of time but he's strong he looks big strong powerful um he's got heavy gloves on and his attire is more accustomed to this weather and um environment oh, um the other one is a lot smaller than the other two he's probably about four foot eight four foot nine um mm. maybe around five foot um until he sounds like you're not sure unless you want to go over and lie next to me measuring um <laughs> but he's thin he's wiry and he's got a dark reddish coloration to his skin um his attire appears strange and foreign for this environment mm. um he's, he's got a light summery type cloak which is wrapped around him and compared to the other two it looks like he sh he shivers every few seconds or so um but that's all you can make around he's his, his his hair is black and kind of matted and dreadlocked so to speak and okay. like hangs heavy over over his face um so is there any um any light source around at all uh, none apart from the moonlight. Moonlight, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice bright moon. Um, it's not full, it's probably, uh, doing the math. Yeah, it's, it's about half or nearly three quarters full, so it casts right. a decent light. And this group certainly isn't traveling by torchlight. Everyone appears yeah. to be accustomed to be able to move around at night. Okay. Um, and I am just in normal clothes with this cloak on. And that's yep. it. You're in what you were wearing when you were dumped on the uh, the officer of the Shrouded Webs yep. uh, tent, um, minus everything else. You've been stripped of all possessions and and, and everything. So. Right. Okay. Your, your um, head your head's still feeling a little fuzzy and weird. Uh, you're not sure. I was just about to ask that. <laughs> weird, 
why or what's happened. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a different it's a different sensation to whatever drug they gave you that Timmy gave you, um, taking you on the way to uh, the encampment that you were captured in. Right. Okay. So it's a different kind of mud muddled head yeah. than the drug before. Okay. So it's more. So is it is it more like uh, exhaustion type? muddled head or no it's just a strange sensation um unless you do something i can't give you <laughs> yeah no i'm like i i am gonna try and it's more of a migraine as opposed to like that fuzzy high sensation when you were drunk or when you were right. drunk. this is more like a a throbbing yeah sensation in your head as opposed to ooh, pixies yeah. um so i'm going to uh so where are my there they are. Um, so I'm going to cast Dancing Lights using the cantrip, um, if I am able to, um, and just have some lights appear around can you, me. Can you make a spell mastery check, please? So that would be your proficiency bonus and your... Uh, it intelligence? It'd be intelligence for casting magic, yeah. Yeah, uh, this, this is not sorcery, mind. No, yeah. That's okay. what I mean. Still yeah, yeah. Uh, 24. 24. All right. So you, you, you conjure the, the lights and your lights appear, but they appear to be flickering. Okay. Um, as, you, as, you, as you conjure them, um, one of the uh, guys sitting on the, the wagon driving it, not the one with his reins in his hand, but the other one turns around and starts muttering arcane, uh, something in an arcane language. Hmm. Um, and your lights go poof. Okay. No light then? No response. Or is it just no magic? Is that what it is? Hmm. All right. Um, I'll try and do it with sorcery instead. Okay. As you at attempt to look inwards and... Find that part of your mind or your, uh, that um, Bartol told you, um, taught you how to summon your will and how to manifest it and connect mm -hmm. yourself to the world around you. You reach inward and you smash up against a barrier that wasn't there. Okay. Um, so envisioning the barrier inside inside my brain, as it were. Um, can I move round it or try and smash through it at all? But how how are you envisioning this barrier inside your brain? Because you, you're you're trying to reach for your will, but there appears to be something, hmm. or or something has been placed between you and it. I'd say I'd say it's I'm probably envisioning it as uh, as a wall of some description, like a like a solid wall, and that at one point it's going to end, so I can try and slip through um on the like traveling um traveling down the wall almost if that makes any sense okay so um as you look inwards towards your mind you you, you obviously release your connection to the outside world and what's going on around you mm -hmm. as you focus attempt to connect and manifest your will um mm -hmm. and the world goes black around you and you find yourself standing on, on in, in this voidless landscape in this wall that appears in front of you uh, mostly compared to you it just rises up into the infinite beyond you and 
and again sideways as far as you look left and right you find yourself standing in front of this large um we'll say it's a a kind of um a dry stone wall but obviously cemented together so that type yeah. of brickwork wall um yeah but it appears to you look left you look right and this wall rises off is... and you can't see the top or the ends okay um so trying to so what what i'm going to try and do is call to my will to see whether or not i can use it to force the wall down from the inside so you're, you're standing but so you're in this dreamlike state because you're obviously yeah. you're you're now wandering through your own mind yeah. um this imaginary blockage or wall what something that uh, is probably the manifestation inside your mind of whatever was put there to try and separate you from your will mm. um and you can see uh, all you see is water um so what do you physically do to attempt to call to your will so i'm gonna i'm gonna re reach out and try and uh, and try and see whether or not there are any like tiny cracks in this wall at all that my uh, that even a tiny part of my will would be able to fit through and if there is to try and force as much of that will through it as possible to see if that uh, to see if it will break the wall hey, for, from uh, from a uh conception point of view and allowed to help mm -hmm. you visualize it imagine inception you are in an yeah. inception right uh, uh so you have this wall of a construct so rather than giving saying oh i'm trying to reach out mm. being inside of your mind now you have to act physically or right. to do things physically um to move or act um yeah okay so because you're inside your mind um you have to tell your mind what to do to interact with the wall yeah um so I gotta try and tell my mind to bend the wall itself. Or uh, no, 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 no. Just to just to even just to tr uh, to physically try and form a crack in the wall or a hole in the wall so that I'm able to force my way through. Yeah, make um, an intelligence check. Okay. Fifteen um after trying you you stand there for a while and you, you're trying you're focusing and you're focusing on the wall and nothing is changing um the one thing that you do after an indeterminate amount of time you're inside your own head you could be there forever and it could be a second outside we don't know um after trying for a while um the thought comes to you though this is your mind and obviously everything around it everything around you should be of your construction of your control what's in front of you isn't mm. it's a, it's of somebody else's construction so you've got no wit you've got no mental power over it yeah so i won't be able to break it currently you don't know. yeah not by telling it to no no <laughs> so i mean use using using my mind i'm gonna try and make uh, uh try and make like a war hammer okay make a to, to try and 
like mm. smash this wall, basically. Make, make an intelligence check. Okay. Eleven this time. Okay, you, you summon it, and this average-looking warhammer appears in your hand. Um, <laughs> just manifests out of your your own consciousness. Hmm. Um, and I'm gonna try and take it to take it to the wall, and literally just try and smash it against the wall. So anyway, um, I rolled a hit. <laughs> okay. Um, tell me if you get over two, because it's a very big wall. <laughs> I got two exactly. <laughs> it's a very big wall. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, no. Um, roll for damage. Uh, so that would be D six for Warhammer. Yep. Yeah. A one. <laughs> you take one point of psychic damage as you smash against the wall, and you see it ripple slightly. Mm. But the energy and the force that you ripple, you. you forced through the, your warhammer and into the wall and mm. we bang back at you right okay i'm gonna uh, uh, i'm gonna imagine my my body is an actual form mm -hmm. and try and actually just touch the wall and see what happens okay you touch the wall it feels solid you get the you get the texture and you get the, the mm. granular of the um the stone it feels real and it I... also it also feels foreign as if it's not yours as if it shouldn't be here mm. and so... you'll make a make a charisma yeah charisma check or saving throw check, check. not saving throw just a check yep no worries uh eight <laughs> eight like it, you touch it and like i said though it feels where it feels foreign um there's not much more beyond that that you figure out at that point right okay hmm. i'm gonna try i'm gonna try and push my hand into the wall so uh, I'm, imagine, I'm imagining that i'm put like literally just trying to phase through the wall almost okay uh okay wisdom check a wisdom check okay uh, so my wisdom. Cool. Five. <laughs> mm, Pushing, it feels solid, mate. It feels yeah. rock solid. <laughs> um, I'm gonna come back out of my mind and just uh, just assume that I'm not gonna be able to get past this for now, um, and that at some point it may be removed. So I'm gonna come back into my physical body again, or come back out of my own head, I should say. Yeah, so um, as you as you bring yourself back. In. Um, you find that you've maybe travelled five feet from where you were when you went for, when you first went into your mind. It felt like you were in there for hours. Yeah. Um, so the scenery, the scenery hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, so like literally a second has passed, hmm. and you find yourself in the back of this um, prison wagon, so to speak, hmm. surrounded by Centaurian troops uh, with three other travel companions. Two of which are human, one of which is black. Um, skin. <laughs> not sure. Yeah. Um, All I know is that they have blackened skin, and that's it. Yeah, certainly humanoid. Mm. Um, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pop over to the the big guy and just lightly tap him, 
Okay. Mm. Hello? As you tap him, his eyes kind of flutter away. Who are you? Uh, Where am I? In a uh, Shantaran prison wagon. Fuck. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so, what are you in for? I was captured at sea. <sighs> Who are you? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm Eric. Um, just a, another person captured by the Chantaran. Kind of looks at you and kind of looks you up and down because you're kind of knelt up over a little person. Oh, yeah, I'm an Eleanor. Ah, you're one of them. Hmm. I'm Matthias Ogren of the Black Seal Clan. I'll hold out my hand and just go, pleasure to meet you. He doesn't shake it. <laughs> Not a shaker? Yeah, <laughs> um, do you know the other two? And I'll point towards the Looks right. Lither and other one. No idea. No so um do you have any idea what the Shantarum usually do to people? Slavery. Depends. Was what purpose they took you for. Oh. I have no idea why they came from me. Probably just a big guy, so they thought, oh yeah, good for the mines or whatever. Hopefully the mines. What makes you say that? There are a lot of, there are a lot worse other options. It could be sending us to the pit. Well I know um I know I'm going to Sharadale, if that makes any if that helps. Why you didn't mention that? What's wrong with Sharadale? You're a dead man, my friend. What? What? Why? That's the home of the web. Right. No one comes back from there. Do they not recruit anyone? Not outside of their own people, no. Oh, bugger. Well, maybe they just need servants there. He chuckles, chuckles kind of lightheartedly. I take it that's a no, then. Hmm. As I said, no one comes back from there. Great. That makes me feel good. Um, Who did you piss off? Could be anyone. I pissed off a lot of people. Someone important, it seems. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I may have met one of the web, did you say they were called? He kind of looks up at the two riders, uh, well, the, the two teamsters that are driving the wagon. I shredded web. Mm. In terms. So I don't, I, I have to admit, I don't know a lot about the web. Few do. You know they exist, then. Oh, well, yeah, but that's about it, really. Um, but yeah, so um, they were yes, they were doing a thing in uh, they they had a raid where they came to I have forgotten the name of the camp. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the camp again? Sorry, my bra my brain is not Manfred, Manfred Mines, thank you, the Manfred Quarry. Well, they uh they 
did a raid on the Manford Quarry, um, and I may have blabbed that I knew what they were after when I didn't. And, uh... Yeah, um... I mean, I guess I'm just as well to tell you now, but, um, I'm also a sorcerer. No, no, no sense of recognition in that word in his face whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, I may have tried to sell out my teacher as well, um, man named Bartold. So, yeah, they probably um probably pissed them off that I tried to sell him out. Okay, can you make a Constitution saving throw, please? I certainly can. So that would be a plus three. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, you pass um, as you feel this small prick in the back of your neck. Um, oh. uh, uh, something is something small, uh, uh, possibly a projectile of some type, struck you in the back of the neck, and you take nine points of piercing damage to the head. That to the head. I am knocked out again. <laughs> okay, so you didn't need to poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because I took that one point of psychic damage, I am knocked out. <laughs> Uh, Eric, why, why, why do you do this, Eric? <laughs> hmm. oh, yeah, um, some more time passes. Um, <laughs> no, <but>, really? <laughs> you you awaken the next day. You can tell it's the next day because the sun's hmm. up. Or maybe later on that day, but days, days in this world are governed by um, dawn to dusk. So hmm. whenever the sun yeah. comes up, that's the start of the next day. Yeah. There is no 2 a.m., it's just night. Um, yeah. So you wake up, it's the next day, the sun's bright and looks like it's been up for a while. Um, and eventually you come round. Um, you're still in the wagon. The scenery has changed. Mm -hmm. um, and your um, other companions are all awake. Uh, whether you, whether they stopped for the night, you have no idea, but because you were already snoozing. Um, <laughs> snoozing. <laughs> And you, you, you find yourself wake up. The, it's still a reasonably sunny day. It's, it's warmed up a little, but um, not a great deal. Because one thing you do notice is you're much higher up in the mountain range than you were before. Right. Um, so they may have pushed on through the night. Um, you're not sure, but you're certainly up. And as the wagon is winding itself up uh, along a, a, a rocky trail, um, you can look back southward um so you can tell where the sun is you look mm -hmm. back towards the sun and where the south is and you can just about in a distance make out um a layer of fir trees okay which could potentially be the manax forest mm, okay so which... um sorry i'm gonna say um i'm gonna obviously like groggily get up and just go oh what hit me to the captain? Or what uh, I'm assuming to, is the captain? To, uh, Matthias. Yeah, to, to Matthias. He kind of looks over at you and goes, you were probably talking too much, my friend. So they just treat us like shit then? We're captives, we're slaves. They treat mm. us however they wish. It's the way of the world, my friend. Hmm. 
Have you um managed to learn the other two's names or anything? He points over at the other the other guy goes goes London. Apparently he's from Talanor. Landon looks over, he smiles. Um got a couple of broken teeth that look like they've been broken very recently. Um but he just smiles and gives you a nod. Um he points over towards the um what you can now tell just because now he's sat up and his hood's pulled back. Um, the slightly pointy ears that are poking out from uh, beneath his matted and dreaded hair um, mm-hmm. is Silvar. Yep. Um, no idea what he's saying. <laughs> well, it's a good job I, uh, I I speak Silvar then, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, I'll talk in Silvar to the guy and see whether or not he understands. He, understand normal silver <laughs> or whether or not it's a dialect or whatnot um and just just say hello there how are you oh Lexi. um give me an insight there. just like he's concentrating on the words um as if though he's obviously a silver you can tell by the, the eyes and color of his skin mm-hmm. and the, the, the pointed lobes etc um he's not quite sure about the words that you're speaking because obviously your version um, silver, silver that you learned would probably been learned in Bellagio. It's more of a more of a regional dialect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he looks at you, goes, "No words." Me, no words. No words. You, no words. No words. Name. Juba. Juba or no? Of the Soravi people. Pleasure. Um, here because. Taken. Oh. Um, Sharadale. Obviously, saying that is. Mm. Yeah, and Kai looks over his shoulder at you, and um, Mateus puts a almost a warning hand on your shoulder mm-hmm. as you uh, click on the front of the wagon. Oh, not again. Come on. I'm already being taken to somewhere where I'm going to die anyway. <laughs> but uh, certainly on Juba's face, there's absolutely no sense of recognition of the word. Yeah, I, uh, I just wanted to test it. Well, Eric wanted to test it to see whether or not he would know of Sharadell or not. Um, so, um, I'm just, I'm just going to say to Matthias, um, so his name's Juba. Um, he doesn't speak the same dialect of silver that I do, but some words cross over. So I can get a general gist of what he's saying, but that's about it. And he's just nodding. <laughs> what, Matthias <laughs> or Juba? Juba, just nodding. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Make a uh, intelligence check, because right? I'm not going to prompt you uh, a great deal, but yeah. I will give you this once. Uh, 17. Okay, 17. Um, kind of looks familiar. No. <laughs> um, I'm go- uh, as in Juba does. Yeah. I'm gonna say the name uh, am i gonna say the name would 
would he do that? I don't know. You're in charge. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I'm just trying to think whether or not Eric would actually do that, or whether or not he'd keep it to himself. Uh, would he say it? Yeah. No, I think he would. Um, Musa. His eyes kind of prick open and light up. They mentioned the name. Musa, Musa. You know Musa? I Yes, I know Musa. Or knew Musa, I should say. Musa. Musa, where? Uh, well, when I left him, um, we were we were just north of a of a little village um, near uh, near to Manax Forest. Absolutely <laughs> no recognition on his face. Yeah, like <laughs> I can't I can't really explain because I don't really know where we were. <laughs> He's got about as much uh, local geography knowledge as Musa. Yeah, um, <laughs> south. South, I'd guess. So he looks in the direction of the sun, because it's mm. kind of closest to midday. Um, kind of, you, you take Juba to Musa? Uh, I mean, if we can get out, maybe. I mean, the, the soldier's got to sleep sometime, right? What name you? Eric. And he holds that hand. I'll. Take the hand. Juba. Eric. Pleasure, as I said. Um, right. Uh, so I'm going to bring Matthias in and just say, right. Um, and whis whisper, so trying to keep the guards out of earshot, and if I can, and just say, right. Um, so. Juba wants to go. Oh, no, <laughs> I think <laughs> stop using your your nat twenty dice. <laughs> I was one of those. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. So. Um. So. Look, Juba and I, and I expect probably you and Landon all want to escape, right? He looks around, looks up towards the guys, and back towards the others. If we can. Do you know how we would go about it? It's Landon that kind of leans in and going. So far they stopped for around about three hours just before dawn. They've not slept. Not since I've been with them and I've been with them since for about six days now. They must need to sleep sometime. Hmm. Um. I'm going to. I'm going to look inwards again. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to imagine. A um, like a uh, like a uh, I don't know. Um, I think so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean back and just look, like sort of think to myself. But what I'm really doing is going back into my mind again um, to the wall, and I'm gonna try. 
to summon up a a, a warhammer that that my mind would believe is capable of breaking through this magical wall. Okay, make a no, yeah, make a intelligence check because you're using your mind. Yep. Uh, Seventeen. Okay, so you sum up a slightly better-looking hat. Looks good. It's got some fancy etching runes on it, and will probably sell well. (laughs) Okay. Um, And I'm going to take it to the wall again, as I did last time. Um, and I'll give you a plus two bonus because it's kind of a master mastercrafted hammer. Okay. Uh, so eighteen. Okay. Uh, yep, yeah, that's a hit. Roll for damage. Yep. With plus two. So plus eight. your strength bonus. <gasps> strength bonus. Ooh. Uh, yep. So plus five. Uh, eight. Okay, you take eight points of psychic damage. Fuck. But the ripple, <laughs> ripples much wider um so when you hit it is is though it looks solid and it looks real mm. um it does ripple and expand across at, the wall at that very point i'm going to try and force force my hand through okay at the center of the ripple where i where yeah. i've caused it okay so you you reach out with your hand and the center of the ripple rock solid right okay mm. now, charisma tech, now that you've touched it Charisma, okay. Uh, 20, not that. Okay, so on 20, you, as you're touching the wall, something you didn't recognize the day before, Mm -hmm. um, you get a sense of familiarity with it. As you kind of touch it, you're kind of holding onto it for a while, your hands reached out, you kind of close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, And you sense a presence that, you were kind of familiar with whilst you were training and working in um the the uh, in the quarry and you sense Bartold. okay hmm. so what would Bartold have done he did teach you how to ward your mind maybe he did something to lock it away as well hmm. that's what i'm thinking but how am I meant to get that? Well, what he's thinking is how am I meant to get through it mm-hmm. when it's locked away from me? When the when the power that is used to unlock it is locked away from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's there's yeah. The, That's what conundrum. Eric's thinking currently. Yep, there's the conundrum. Mm. I'm gonna leave all the problem solving in your hands. As mentioned, I'm not gonna give you a load of hints or something. No, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Right. Um, so he's going to come back out of his mind now that he's tried this, mm-hmm. this again, and um, obviously as you as you come out, you kind of got a little bit of blood trickling down from your nose and out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've, t- I've taken quite a bit of uh, <laughs> quite a bit of HP off of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so hitting it doesn't help. Yep. He has realised. <laughs> um, so he's he's going to say to. Um, He's going to talk to Landon and just go, I don't suppose you know anything about magic at all, do you? That's it, mate. I'm a safe cracker. Um, And I'll speak to Juba and say, Juba, magic 
Magic? Do you know anything? Magic, magic. Right. Okay. So you can get opinion, much like when you met Musa. Um, <laughs> this guy's brass of even silver is dubious, flimsy at best. <laughs> Although you appears to have been learning all the long words first and <laughs> great. <laughs> okay then. Um in which case um I'm gonna turn to the to the guards again and just go Um is Bartold with you? No That's his as his apprentice, I would like to speak to him if he is. No response. Bastard. <laughs> um, so I'll turn and talk to the talk to the guys again and just just say so. So what is our plan going to be? Matthias looks at you. Landon looks at you. They look at Juba and look straight back at you. <laughs> um, and go. You got, I mean, a magic, you got a magic one around you. Got any way to magic us out of this cage? I mean, if I could get my hands on the keys, maybe. <laughs> Not seeing anyone with the keys. Mm. Commander comes by occasionally. Um, he might have them. Uh, only, you... only when we rest, when he's up ahead. Right. I mean, in theory, I could try and get a mage hand out, but. I mean, that would be quite conspicuous. So I'd need a uh, a distraction. What's a mage hand? Oh, sorry. It's um, it's and I'll attempt to summon my mage hand again. Oh, yeah, make a small ma spell mastery check because yep. you're you're now aware that though you're you're capable of performing arcane magic, this wall or this whatever Bartold stuck inside your brain still mm -hmm. still makes even summoning simple cantrips a. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so fifteen. First pass because it's only a ten being a cantrip. Yep. So it, I'll summon it up and just go right. That is a mage hand. Um, it can travel a little, little further from me. Oh shit! He noticed, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's gonna take a shot at me again. I can have. <laughs> God damn it, Ian. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a precise shot to the head and a crit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, not another nat 20, please. <laughs> Great. So what did he do? Caved in my fucking skull. <laughs> no, he was only using a dart. I'm going to... So yeah, he's just going to do damage. He was only using a dart. He wasn't shooting to kill, which is kind of lucky because I will take the picture for posterity's sake. Is it another nat 20 by any chance? Well, we'll see. We'll post it on Twitter. Mm, mm. <laughs> You're a scumbag. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't aiming to kill, but accidents happen. As a hit hits the back of uh, the back of my neck and instantly kills me because it right. severs my spinal column. <laughs> so yeah, can you make a constitution saving throw? No, no, I can't. <laughs> In theory, yes. 
In actuality, no. That's in that one and a four total. So yeah, you you passed your conscious because you succumbed to the sleeping poison that was attached. Hey, to I would have I would have been taken to minus minus numbers anyway. <laughs> and you take uh, nine points of piercing damage. Nine. Okay. I am currently on minuses. Many minuses. Okay. So uh, what are you on? Minus what? Uh, minus seven to my head, currently. Seven to your head, that's fine. What, what, what total life? Oh, total life. Uh, so I've taken eight, uh, 15, uh, plus the 10, 25. Yeah, so uh, I'm on five hit points total. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you just lapse into unconsciousness again. Because um, yeah. oh, yeah, Yes, I did roll another natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, the weapon he was using and the way he was shooting you wouldn't feasibly, feasibly been possible to actually mm. kill you. Because he's just shooting tiny little darts. Mm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm dead. Uh, and I'm out again. <laughs> so, yes. So, yep, that'll go. That's proof. <laughs> hey, hey, I believe you anyway. <laughs> Your dice are disgusting. So, yeah. Um, you the arrow went in the, the little tiny little dart, and that's all it is—is is a small dart. Went in deep into deep into the back of your neck. You felt it brush up against your your spine and and your and maybe prickle up against your brain before you lapsed into unconsciousness. Mm -hmm. um, and time passes. Um, you awaken. Um, you have no idea how long, but you do mm -hmm. eventually awaken. I know the bandages wrapped around your head. Um, you can. Get a smell, some pungent herbal thing, um, and something sickly and sticky mm -hmm. uh, slapped against the back of your head. Um, how many hit points have I regained? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Here's a silver bar on you. Oh. Uh, 19 total. 19 total, cool. Yeah, because I, I assume that. I didn't regain any last you're, time, so... You were unconscious and you weren't sleeping. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, no, I don't want that. So I'm going to I'm gonna look to the guys and see who's that's still there. No, they're all still there. That is your one and only get-out-of-jail card. <laughs> to be fair... I'm kind of expecting him to die anyway at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I'm just going to... Well, because narratively, the guy certainly, certainly trained it right. He's got precision. He's certainly trained enough to be able to know what he's doing with his uh, with his little hand crossbow mm -hmm. that's firing his darts until he's fully aware of the consequences of what happens if he kills one of his prisoners. So he certainly wouldn't be making a, a lethal shot. Yeah. So... It's qualifying it as subdual damage, at which point the injury system doesn't come in. Right, makes sense. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna oh, obviously again groggily wake up um, and look to the guys and just go. How long? Two days. Matthias right. and Juba goes. Huh? Uh, and I'll say until that. Said how long? Two sons. Oh. 
Oh, I feel like crap. <laughs> right, and I'll get up again. And um, thinking, uh, so trying to think, uh, I'm trying to think back to what Bartold taught me mm -hmm. in its entirety. Um, trying to remember everything with the slightly fuzzy, poisoned up head. Okay, make a intelligence check. Okay. Uh, do you want me to take a negative for any? Uh, yeah, you're minus a. You're going to have a d4 disadvantage. Okay, no worries. So fourteen uh, d4. So twelve. Okay. Uh, in a state that you're in at the moment, and your head ringing from uh, both the steeping poison that you were injected with, and the sheer accuracy and almost fatality of the shot that not rendered you unconscious. Yeah. Um, you're, as well as your own self-inflicted psychic damage, yep. uh, <laughs> your brain's all over the place at the moment. Uh, one plus one equals 69. Yay! <laughs> okay, then. Um, in which case, um, I'm just going to sit there and rest. I'm not going to try to do anything. I'm not going to try and talk to people. I'm just going to rest for the day. As you um, sit back and convalesce and you look up at the, the the blue sky and look around you at the what you assume to be or um, to be the, the splendor of the Shenton Mountains, the air is crisp and clean and beautiful. Mm. Um, it's peaceful. If it wasn't for the company that you're currently keeping <laughs> in your situation, um, it would be, you know, even to your shall we say, more refined, city-based and civilised Eleanor tastes. Mm. Truly a stunning and beautiful landscape. Um, and that's where we'll leave off with Eric for the day. Um, <laughs> having escaped the jewels of death. Um, just about. Just about. <laughs> um, I encountered uh, some new friends and we will pick up with um, the adventures of Eric Serizar next week. So, uh, thanks for coming with us, everyone. Um, yep. A couple of announcements before we shoot off, and very well done, Mike. I really enjoyed that. It went very, very well. <laughs> yeah, um, it it went a lot better than I thought it was going to go. Because um, solo solo stuff tends to be a little harder to get right, um, it, it, particularly um, with role play, because it's usually three or four people having a having a laugh, having a chat in character. Um, and it's a little bit harder to do that with just two people, but I think it went well. And so it certainly went very well. It came out very well. And, and lore-wise, um, yourself, well, certainly Eric, but Rosie mm. um, will catch it on VOD and a couple of people that were lurking uh, yep. will discover that um, a few things that our other party, <laughs> our main party, are unaware of at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. thanks for watching. One quick announcement. Uh, tomorrow we will have our recap show, so um, it called Shadows of the Past. That will be at 8.30 p.m. GMT, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time, um, mm -hmm. where we'll be joined by Eric, uh, or obviously Mike, Eric, yeah. uh, Mike, Eric slash Annie, uh, Amber, a.k.a. Kada, Harriet, a.k.a. Favar, and Rob, a.k.a. Morton, uh, mm -hmm. where you'll be 
back on and discuss with them the events of recent adventures, aka episode eight, um, which, if you haven't watched it yet, is full of um, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, you've even got demonic stuff as well. Yes, um, mm -hmm. and you'll be able to, and you'll be able to ask Eric questions as to um, how Eric's last few days went. Uh, which, if you just watched the show, uh, were interesting <laughs> to say the yeah, least. Very much uh, so. <laughs> and we shall uh, be back on Monday with our regular uh, actual live stream stream mm -hmm. uh, Monday at seven o'clock. Otherwise, hit the follow button down below, uh, like, subscribe across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc., etc. And we'll see you all tomorrow. And sure keep, keep an eye out for the Kickstarter as well. Yep. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I only spent five, five hours today working on it. But... <laughs> and, and then forgot it. Yeah. Sounds about right. Anyway, thanks. Um, right, sure bye. See you next time. Bye. And... Um,